Hello. Scott Conlon, thank you for being here today. I appreciate Absolutely, it. thank you. Pleasure, pleasure being here. Thank you for now, having me. It's um, a lot of the things you're doing is local. Most of the companies are so broad, so worldwide, and on a local scale, people have forgotten how to connect locally. Tell us about. You know, where did um, the vision of my area network come from? Absolutely. So yeah, you know, um, the the idea there is the internet is global, right? It helps us to connect around the world. A lot of times we know more about what's going on in Russia and North Korea than we do within our own neighborhoods. So the idea of you know the internet is global, but we live local. We eat, play, dine local. So you know that's where the kind of the the vision from it came from. Also, um, you know, my background uh, or when I was growing up, my dad was in the military, so I moved around a lot, got to experience a a lot of different communities and cultures um, traveled all over. So the idea there was, you know, and that's on a, on a military family budget too. So getting to understand and experience like locals and local communities and how every area is different, and uh, and that's what we're really focused on is helping bring out that local culture about every different major market across the U.S. Now, it's my. AreaNetwork.com is that the correct well, my, address? My AreaNetwork.com is where you can go to. You can go on that web on that site and go to locations, and it'll take you to all of them. We have over a hundred uh, over a hundred sites, um, all based on area code. So here in Tampa, we have 813Area.com, and that's where you're going to find out everything that's going on in Tampa, and then in Orlando and so on. So tell us about everything that's going on. I mean, we can't you can't have everything that's going on. What <laughs> is the main areas that you guys focus at this time to bring local to 813Area? dot com about what they're going to find what are the opportunities and how they can communicate with your company and the, yeah. you know the local area absolutely so we primarily are focusing on people that are you know an active audience people that have disposable income they like to attend events go out and enjoy you know the various things going on within their communities um, that's our main audience of who comes to our website so the content that you're going to find is everything from nightlife dining events entertainment um, we are actually expanding in some markets like here in Tampa we're uh, expanding into some like real estate content so not only are you finding out where to go and places to you know places to eat things like that even also where to live so um, so the idea, though, is people that are active like to attend events, dine out frequently and stuff as well. Get people out of the house. So much of social media is keeping people confined. Like you're, you're at home, you're on, you know, watching you know, Netflix movies or you're engaging with people through social media. Our, our whole point is, is to help you find things to get you out and about and doing things out in the community. So getting stuff out, is it trying to build, are you building a, a social network? Is it a social network so, structure or is it primarily local content? through the area code. And I'm glad you asked that. So the, it's the social connection, right? If you think about how media today and how people consume media content, it's that social aspect, right? And traditional media that has been around, you know, your newspapers and radio stations, it's lacking that social connection. And that's what we're doing is bringing social connection to local media content. Um, so if you think about it, most social networks focus on helping connect you globally or based on for niche interests. And we're really going after that aspect of local connection. Yeah, I mean, local, I mean, major media basically pushes product, pushes content, whether you like it or not. Yeah. They give you the sense that there's something important, but you got to wait towards the end of whatever program. Yeah. And basically, you know, they just gloss over something and, and they leave you empty. 
Oh yeah. And <laughs> so you're trying it's not, to and it's, yeah, exactly. It's not really directed, you know, personally, right? So the thing about social is it's about you and it's about your your connections and the people that you are, you know, the the your friends or things like that as well. And what we're doing is personalizing that content. So over time what we're doing is learning more about things that you're interested in so we can give you recommendations on things that, you know, hey, we know you we understand you like this kind of content, these things going on in your community. Here are some other ideas or places that you may want to go to. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to start a little bit about how you got started with the company. Okay. And because you are the founder and CEO, is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. And what made you <clears throat> what made you actually get to where you wanted to do your own project? Because you were working uh, for a company yep. before that, correct? Correct, correct, yes. Was it in the similar field or is it... Um, it's, uh, it was actually in data analytics. So my background was uh, information technology, IT, um, and data analytics. I always knew that I didn't want to just be like a developer of being behind the computer and everything. I was also, you know, always about that local connection of getting out and, and experiencing cultures and things like that. So I really wanted to bring my background of IT and data analytics. So the company I was at uh, prior to this full time was uh, doing big data analytics for, you know, McDonald's, World Global, Disney, some big Fortune 100 companies. So taking a lot of that experience and understanding of data and modeling data and using that to be able to take it to the local communities. So now you started the company, and so that was your inspiration is taking the big data and making them more so, local? So, yeah, the idea there is that, you know, your social obviously is a, a one big impact, but it's the, it's the data. Nowadays, it's data is so valuable, right? And it's under helping these smaller businesses also understand the value of that data and how they can use that data to better connect with people. So if you think about it, we're a two-sided network, right? So we're, we're helping the locals, the tourists, the visitors to an area find things to do. That's what's going on in here in Tampa, 813a.com. But at the other and we're also helping the businesses better connect with those consumers and stuff as well. So, so now you started the company. Was it just, was it, you know, you just wrote a check and you just <laughs> woke up one day? Or did no, you actually, uh, no, have actually to, when I, I moved. Any planning. I, Tell I, us about the yeah, planning. So, yes. I mean, I'm, I moved to Tampa. I moved to Tampa in January 2005. And, you know, I being new to the area, I was always looking, you know, trying to find things to do, right? And wh where to go in Tampa. Um, I actually used to go to the beach on my own, just meeting people out there and playing, jumping into volleyball games and doing things. So it was just about, you know, the idea of when people are new to an area too, you want to explore and discover what to do, right? So um, that was kind of the vision. I actually just started 813area.com. Um, developed it all initially. I was the sole developer initially, programmed everything. Um, it took about three months to go live, and it started out as just kind of like a directory site of here's a you know, list of bars and restaurants and, and shopping and, until, you know, and then we started expanding. We added the, uh, the user profiles, the capabilities for people to create a profile and connect with other locals, um, and it's just kind of expanded and evolved from there. But I, I ended up buying, I, early on I had the vision of everything local connect. You know, that's why I bought up all the domains across the nation. We actually have some in in, uh, in Canada as well. But so early on, I knew I knew we wanted to expand this out. So, so so you you wanted to expand it out. So you started locally here in Tampa. Where, where did you? What area did you come from that you ended up in Tampa? Um, prior to that, uh, the Baltimore area, four one zero area. So, so four one zero Baltimore. Yeah, I had actually. I'd, Technically, I was in college and I started 410 as like a side, just to learn how to program and develop. Um, and then when I, it, it was, 
if I had some early screenshots of that website, it was hilarious seeing like how you know brick walls, spray painting like <laughs> like navigation on it. It was, in, it was interesting. But so when I moved to Tampa, and again, I, that's when I really really started it here as a business with 813 area. Um, but bought up all the other domains and everything to know that we were going to expand to it. And that's when I also you know with the idea of my area network too is kind of so early you, on. you you technically had. A, a preliminary vision yeah. in Baltimore that you t- did some testing and playing and yeah. having fun, and, you know, because it was a hobby at that yeah, time. Yeah, it was a hobby. It was to learn how to develop and learn how to program. I, 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 at that time, you know, that's when also, you know, companies like City Search, actually Yelp was born around that time, too. I didn't know anything about it at that time. But City Search was bo- born at that time, and it's like it, you would go on there and it would show you all things like Taco Bells and all the chains, though, as well. It wasn't really a good platform for that local. And then... Um, you know, there was just an, you know that idea and that vision of how wow the internet is helping b- businesses and helping people connect globally, and I knew that was going to have an impact on the local communities, right? And that was the idea of you know we could have just started we could just be my area network of just that's the the only vision, but it's not. It's the actual each market had its own lo- local media, all based on area code. Now, so y- you arrive in Tampa, mm-hmm. and you decide that hey, eight one three, you set up the eight one three, and now. What did you do? What happened? So you set up 813, and of course you have all these investors, right, knocking on your door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we, um, you know, I actually turned down some early investment um, opportunities because I knew I wanted to, I wanted, first of all, I'd take it as, uh, you know, want the right kind of people, right money behind it as well. Um, And also, uh, you know, really early on, I actually invested a lot of just my own time and money because I wanted to make it right. I wanted to really produce what uh, what the model that we're going to be able to use to scale this. I knew that if we're going to want to grow this into all these other markets, we needed to have the technology and the platform platform to do that. And uh, there was going to be some learning error, obviously. So um, early on, to be able to kind of, you know, grow it the right way without just an infusion of capital early on, I wanted to kind of tighten up the business model. And uh, and then we ended up, uh, we, had, we, do, we got a small angel fund, um, and we incorporated the company in September of 2015. And uh, then we also have uh, Rich McIntyre, that has uh, joined us as an investor, and he's been phenomenal. Um, and we're actually very excited to announce that we're working on a seed round right now that we're hoping to close here soon. So a seed round, is that is that something that anyone can be participate in, or is it already locked up as far as the, the details of who's going to be part of that seed round? We, we already have 150000 committed. for. We're doing about a $350,000 uh, seed round. We have 150000 committed. Uh, about to, well, 50 of it already closed. 100000 of it is about to close. And then we have another 100000 that was also somewhat is also committed as well. So we're looking at about 100000 more that we're raising, and we're hoping to close it by the end of October uh, early to mid-November at the latest. Now, are you still looking for people to continue to get the other 150 or? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We are actually open right now to other potential investors for that as well. And uh, and then we're also looking at, this is going to get us about 12 to 18 months. And we're looking at, you know, prepping for our, a Series A round within about 12 months. So our, our expansion, what we're doing right now is we're raising enough money to expand throughout Florida. We already have some, some great clients that are, you know, some national, regional type advertisers. So as we expand into these other markets, we already have clients and everything in those markets too. So the, uh, the 350000 that we're wor- working on raising is going to get us the, all of Florida. Is there a communications now communications that people can now maybe can contact you for the investment purposes? Um, well, absolutely. I mean, they can contact me direct. I mean, you can send me an email, Scott at myarianetwork.com, and contact me right on LinkedIn as well. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, for those that are interested in learning more about this 
seed round on what's happening with 813 as well as myarenetwork.com for those who want to do some research and figure out what areas. Now, are there any areas that are open for people to do anything with? Absolutely. So we're also even exploring the possibility in the future of doing a kind of like a licensing or you know some kind of a model where people can buy into or own a specific area. Like I had mentioned, we have about a hundred of these domains all based on local area code, right? Um, and our, our business model is not just about having the websites or having the the, the technology and the, the the content behind it, but it's actually our locals, right? We want local writers, local photographers in those markets, and that's really powerful about what we're doing is because that local contributor program we have. You know, people that are writing about what's going on here in Tampa, and they're vetted. They're, it's quality content. Um, it's not going to be fake news or fake events going on our site. It's uh, you know, we wanted to really hold true to that local connection. So all of the other areas that we're launching, we are always looking for local contributors. Um, so if people are you know, you know, watching us or listening to us too, we're looking for people all over that in, are interested. So if you're in Chicago, we have three one two area dot com in Chicago, for example. So. Now, when it comes to writers, photographers, tell us what what is their role in what when it comes to local stuff. What are yeah. you looking for? Let's take it one at a time. Yeah. So if someone out there is a writer, yeah. are you looking for people who write local articles or book style writing? What, more, what? more uh, we're more more for articles. It's more content about. Um, what's good about it is it's we have a variety of writers that you know it's different voices, right? Um, we have ways for people to connect and follow those different contributors, right? The writers. Um, so you know we're looking for again everything that entertainment type content, um, also that want to write about local businesses. The great thing about these with the writers is we want both people that are kind of ears to the ground know what's going on. But we also want writers that are passionate about learning and discovering more about what's going on, right? So um, we have writers that have actually will get free tickets to events. So not only is it a paid paid opportunities for a lot of our writers, we also have uh, writers that are getting tickets to local events, things like that. So they're getting to go out and experience a lot of uh, a lot of the local events and things going on as well. So we are looking for people that are you know have some writing experience. Obviously, we want quality content, so they go through a vetted process. But also people that are interested in learning about SEO, because one of the things that we're so powerful about what we do is search engine optimization. Our content is syndicated through Google's through local search and uh, and that there's always that voice that they're wanting to write. You know, think about all the people that write their own blogs and they want to have a channel. They want to be able to get their content out there. We already have the platform for that so they can write for us and all of a sudden start having a lot uh, an audience for their content r rapidly. So basically, do they need journalism qualifications? They, they don't need journalism qualifications, but we do our, you know, uh, each, and as, so we also have, they are all edited, right? So all of our content is uh, manually edited um, through a process. So, but our system that we've built has been, enables us to be able to produce that content so rapidly. Um, but again, people are learning from, you know, from writing with us as well, because now they get some input and, you know, some of the editorial experience and stuff too. So, so obviously we do have, and, but but to your point there, we do have uh, some journalists, you know, professional writers. We have uh, people that maybe have retired that also write. We have a sports reporter. He's uh, David Worth. He's been writing with us. He's, uh, uh, you know, was in the sports uh, broadcasting for over 30 years. And, you know, now he's uh, writing on for 813area.com, writing local sports content in this community. You know, and that's powerful. I mean, it's and we're a good outlet for that kind of content. So. Now, it's basically a starting to from somebody new to someone starting their journalism credentials, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And are they syndicated? 
through other areas if the if the content is appropriate? A absolutely. So our, the way our system is set up, we can actually syndicate the content through multiple areas. So if it's a regional uh, article or something that's relevant in multiple markets, we certainly can syndicate that through the different areas as well. So now, can they find? How to connect with you guys on the website where that is that information is there or is it they, they contact so, you or someone directly? So on my area network, there's myarianetwork.com slash contributors and you can go on there and, and sign up to apply to be a local contributor. So. Wow, that's a great start for people. That uh, is there an age bracket? Are you looking for only 18 and up? What if those who are you know younger, you know, so, kid contributors for other areas at the local um, age groups. You know, we actually that's a, that's a great question because we don't currently have anybody that would be that's under the age of 18 that is writing for us, but that would probably be a, an interesting kind of viewpoint of of content as well. So we do have uh, family family events and family friendly content that are all about like what the families can do as well. Um, you know, so there is opportunity to expand into that. Uh, you know, getting a, a younger age range as well for a different viewpoint. Um, but the other thing too is it's uh, you know a wide spectrum of so much so much out there locally right and you know doing local spotlights writing you know, we have some people that like to write about a personal uh, personal experience personal stories um, writing about other local uh, people within the community you know maybe or a local charity um, so there's so much content about local and if you think about it again we're so immersed in content globally you know you go on social media and you're watching funny videos of things that maybe don't have any relevance to you right and you know we're, we're really focused on that local content and telling the stories about what's going on around us now what about those who are photographers or videographers mm -hmm. looking to publish their stuff Absolutely. As, as a local syndicated content. What are you looking for in a photographer? So um, our photographers, we was primarily event photography that we cover. We, um, we look for photographers, though, that are in all wide spectrums because we provide actually an outlet for those photographers to gain new business. And I'll give you an example for that is that, you know, we'll cover events that now all of a sudden, you know, you might meet somebody out at that event that's looking for a wedding photographer, right? So yes. we have some photographers with us that are wedding photographers. They've gotten gigs through doing stuff with us. Um, we also have, uh, you know, food photography. A lot of the restaurants or venues may say, hey, we need to hire a food photographer. Do you guys have anybody, you know? And we're actually building that model to where soon any business owners or managers could actually go on there and say, I'd like a photographer for these types of uh, either an event or commercial shoots and everything as well. And we're helping connect those to those local photographers. So not only are they getting paid to cover events and doing things with us, but we're also producing some, you know, opportunities for them for more commercial related photography as well. So there's a win-win situation between you, the photographers, the writers. What about videographers? Is it the same concept as we, the photographer? So we are actually looking at expanding and do, we, we do have the capability of doing video content on our site. So we are actually expanding and looking at opportunities to produce more and more video. I mean, it's a powerful, obviously, uh, uh, content for, for our viewers and our readers. So we are looking at expanding into that. Currently, we are covering some events with, with uh, videography, but we haven't uh, you know, dug deep into it. So again, any videographers out there, photographers, absolutely can reach out to us. Now, when it comes to the difference between My Area Network versus other competitors, what is the advantage of people tuning in, well, logging in, yeah. <laughs> but you know, now even you know, those who have all video stuff are logging on too because they're not tuning in because mm -hmm. tuning in is a whole different concept. Oh yeah. So everyone is logging in and even the big boys are now starting to log on because they know that their ratings are starting sure. to disappear because really people don't have the time 
to schedule themselves to somebody else's platform. Yeah. So we want whatever programs we're looking for at the time we, we have the moment to actually enjoy it. Yeah. It's what we want and when we want it, right? That's the exactly. big thing. And, so. and some people say that this is selfish and we're becoming spoiled. My opinion is, and. <laughs> and yep. you know what I'm it's, it's the it's you know, the me economy. We, you know? we, ex we expect certain things because you know n people that don't expect anything. Absolutely. Do they get anything? So that's the that's the whole point is that personalization. We always look for. I mean, if if, if you're going to be able to get data about me, you should be able to be able to utilize that data to personalize something for me, right? So that's that model of a lot of you know. If you look at even the privacy policies around data and everything as well, because people nowadays are a little bit more willing to allow some of that data out, you know to be out there for because as long as they're getting something back in return, personalization. They want to know about what's for me. It's the it's the me economy. It's the now economy. It's the near me economy I mean so you got to think about as being able to produce and, and connect with people at their terms exactly now we're here at the attic in you know beautiful downtown Tampa. Oh, 500 East Kennedy that's right East 500 East Kennedy yep and you know we got coffee we have all kinds of great stuff here people come here to connect and network it's not just a coffee shop like places you come in you get your coffee and leave Yep. Lots of business takes place in places such as this at the attic. Absolutely. Tell us about how do businesses like the attic benefit from being part of your 813.com, you know, 813area.com. Yep. And the, just like you discussed before, let's tie it in with actual clients and how they would utilize your mm -hmm. services and benefit. Absolutely. So our business model, we actually there are three kind of pillars of our business, right? So we have our local area sites that are all based on area code. Again, creating all that local content, that is one way that we capture and get those local eyeballs. People that are looking for places like the attic, right? Um, then what we also do is we have the marketing solution. So we couple in with um, with our platform, with uh, the local sites, is the tools of text marketing, email campaigns, ways that these businesses can better connect with audiences. We actually do a lot of event marketing opportunities as well. So not just here at the attic, but if the attic is sponsoring or you're participating in an event outside of the attic and wants to connect with those local audiences, right? People at those events. So, and then the third one is the data collection analysis. That's where, again, my background and the whole aspect of data and data modeling and understanding how to use this data to make decisions. A lot of businesses right now, they keep hearing this, oh, the data, data, oh, I want data. But at the end of the day, it's about being able to get results with data, right? So um, as we're scaling our business and growing rapidly, we're gaining more and more data, which is helping personalize the experiences for our users and people that come to our sites, but also help with the businesses to better connect with those audiences and stuff as well. Now, so a business client utilizing your, your platform mm -hmm. via marketing direction, yep. what do they get? Do they log on? Do they have a portal that can manage... So What's happening yes. at the at the local level or wherever they're placing their platform, yep. in, where they're placing their ads or whatever they're doing in their platform? 
how do they what do they look at when they get that data so we have a dashboard that allows them to also connect their Facebook analytics Google their website analytics to Google Analytics so you're pulling um, in as so well. we're pulling in data as well so then there's opportunities for them to look at okay so how much traffic is 813 area generating for my business right so we track how many times people click to call click to view direction so those are potential leads that we're being able to show to the attic for example how many people we drove to your business but then also pulling in their Facebook Analytics, Google Analytics. We're also working on um, adding some review content for reputation management aspects. Uh, we also have um, text marketing data, so that they can, you know, not only grow their database, but then segment and be able to send, you know, different offers to different clientele and stuff as well. So a full dashboard of tools for them to utilize. Some of it is self-service, and we also um, provide a lot of, you know, oversight and manage type service as well. So for some of the bigger clients. So a client, let's say a business client, can have kind of like a portal mm -hmm. that manages their content do they actually get like a specific page that gets tracked and followed and stuff as well? Yeah, so we um, we they have their own business page on our site, which then has a list of any of their events that have going on, has lists of specials or you know articles that they were featured in. Because again, we're generating a lot of content articles and writing about businesses, best coffee shops in Tampa, for example. So you know that that's all being linked to their pages as well. So think about it as their own uh, business uh, social uh, page you know, that, that they have here locally too. People can connect with the business so by connecting with them it's similar to you know liking or following a business as well so there's that social interaction there happening now what about the the guests meaning those who are viewing the content mm -hmm. what access do they have and can they have an access to a portal do they become a member yep. of sorts explain so we, how that functions. So we have a lot of people that utilize our site just by, you know, kind of like lurking. They're just, they're, they're looking, they're viewing content, they're finding events, they're finding restaurants or businesses to go to, or they're reading great articles. But the real magic really is becoming a member, right? So when they're signing on and they're joining the site, we're going to be able to help personalize it because now we can see what, what events do you like? You know, do you like family-friendly events versus nightlife events? Do you like, you know, seafood restaurants versus quick service or steakhouses? You know, so we're we're able to kind of more personalize that experience by becoming a member on our site. You can also engage with other members. So we have a lot of times people that are new to the area, they move to Tampa, for example, and now they're connecting with other locals. So they can kind of communicate and find out what are their, some of the places that they would recommend. So there's a lot of that personalization, but also that communication within the communities going on as well. Now we talk about the attic on a regular basis because this is where we are. We are actually live. We don't stop. We're live. We do have people watching here at the attic. We don't have a camera facing the audience at this time, but there are guests that are sitting here and possibly might even have some guests who will be basically asking questions. And we may pursue a couple of questions later on. Okay. We have some interesting people here. As I look to the audience, I also see a um, Adele D'Argenio. She's here from the real estate show Hello. Adele D'Argenio. Hey. So you never know who's going to be at the attic during the LeaderCast live performance here at downtown Tampa. Now, so get get a question ready, Adele. We might <laughs> we might come to you to see what it is that you think 813 may offer the the real estate show. Absolutely. <laughs> Putting her on the spot, right? <laughs> now, now when it comes to um, you know, areas you're alive in. Give us what's the entire United States at this mm -hmm. point? 
So if you go to myarianetwork.com slash locations, you'll see a map there that shows all the locations that we're currently live or active, right? So if you look at the ones that are in green, um, those are ones that we already have a local presence of local writers, local photographers in those markets. All those that are in dark blue are markets that are ready to go live that we'll, we're actually looking to, you know, for contributors in those markets. And then the light blue are markets that are about to go live and everything. And gray are markets that, you know, we've, they're up, they've gotten some content. Content, they're, they're gaining some traction, but um, so we have over a hundred of these sites all live, already active. They're 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 um, uh, available to go to and stuff like that, or sign up and join those sites. Um, but it's those green uh, the green markets that were you know active within the community. Those are a lot more powerful as far as what's you know what's available to connect with and everything. So the so. gray sites are the ones for those who are watching right now. The gray sites are. Looking for you. They're looking for what? <laughs> well, actually, right? all of them though. We're yeah, all, you know, yeah, all, all of them. them. So yeah, but but the ones that um, you know, we want people that are that that really are again, it's that local, right? There are so many people that they know about what's going on, or they want to communicate. You know, they want to be a part of the community, and this is a great way to do it. You know, so spending time writing, doing content with us. Um, there's uh, the the uh, discover helping people discover what's you know what's going on in their areas, right? So finding out the right events and things. We pull in a lot of content but we're always looking for other people to contribute content as well now do you, are you guys doing any uh, national uh, conferences of any kind in the in the next let's say six months um, we do, I mean, not currently. We haven't booked anything currently, but we are looking, obviously, for a lot of opportunities for any conventions that are coming up, conferences, speaking engagements, ways to get our, our name out there more, but also to connect with, with you know, different businesses and stuff in those areas, so um, whether they're businesses or locals. Yeah, know, so. I mean, I do have a conference oh. coming up in February 8th through the 10th. It's oh, yes, the, the, yep, PodFest. Yeah, the, the PodFest <laughs> Multimedia Expo. Ab absolutely, and we will be, we will actually, we will be getting tickets for that yeah. in a for sure. But that address is podfest.us. Podfest.us. The this round the tickets are the lowest they will be because we're getting closer. And now, I highly recommend that event too. I actually did go to it last year. So. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was I there. I recognize. Yeah, you I went there for. I was yeah. only able to make a few sessions, but yeah, it was a great, great event. And if what you think last year was great. This year is going to be triple that. Oh wow! It's going to be insane. Utilizing the entire conference area and wow. And well, we'll be sure to get tickets for our whole team then, for sure. We'll have to make a trip out there for the weekend. Do you, do you have a booth? Do you have a booth? Uh, yet? No, yeah, but we'll, we'll contact Chris then yeah, for you sure. Need, <laughs> you need to contact Chris Kermitzos for a booth. Um, you know, we had a great time. A lot of learning went on, and there are opportunities. I, 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 I was gonna, I was gonna say. For those that get tickets, get access to last year's conference, which is 20, I think it's 25 hours of oh, wow. enormous content. That's so crazy. if you Incredible. ask, tell them you heard it on the LeaderCast. Anthony <laughs> said, if I buy a ticket, I can get last year's audio file of the entire thing that I can play on my, you know, in MP3 format. So that's going to drive a little, you know, Chris a little crazy, but <laughs> that's all right. And, and, and actually, to, to jump in on that about the podcast too, and the podcasters is that that's something that we're looking to experiment with and, and, and explore as far as podca podcast content for our local sites too, right? So, anybody that's doing podcasts about you know what local content, telling local stories about things that are going on in those markets too. So, something that we're exploring right now. So that, that'll be a good event for us to connect with a lot of those podcasters. So, so the, if they're out there, they should come see us for sure. So. so the 
the pod, you don't have that system in place. We don't have time. it in place yet. It is something that we're working on exploring for sure. So that's an area that for those who are podcasters and want to syndicate your content through yep. the my you know my yeah. local uh, my area network my yep. area network sorry no, about no, that. no worries <laughs> it's local but my area network eight one three area dot com is your local hub Tampa because one, that's yep. where you are here in Tampa correct correct yeah so we do have our, our main headquarters here in Tampa we opened a small satellite office in Orlando uh, as we've been expanding there because we were looking at what is it you know. The whole big question from investors is, how do you expand into all these other markets, right? And our thing is, is like, you know, what's that model look like? So we opened up a small office in downtown Orlando as well. Um, and if you think about with the co-working ability nowadays, too, where you're able to go and open up small co-working offices, um, spaces like here, for example, in this building is the Tampa Bay Wave, you know. So there's accelerator programs and co-working spaces all across the countries, right, and all globally, too. So we're looking at, you know, obviously opening up small satellite offices then and some of those key markets. So Austin, Texas is a market that we're live in already, and we're looking at potentially opening up a small office in Austin that would then support the surrounding areas as well. So, Now, when it comes to... Uh, when it comes to opening all these offices, are you finding that people are more looking for doing something on their own rather than... You know, because the nine to five yeah. with a pension, four hundred one k, they're starting to dwindle out. Yeah, you know, and more and more our people want to do and be a part of their own schedule. Absolutely. Rather than you know anchored into a wall somewhere because they're stuck there yeah. in their cubicle or wherever they are. How is that your so, your system so helping people like that? Yeah, so our model is also a staff-on-demand type model, right? The contributor programs, it's people that can produce content and write and, and, and be a part of my area network on their on their time, on their terms, right? So um, similar to like how you have Uber drivers and people do that for, you know, uh, supplemental, uh, supplemental income, you know, we can have that with content writers and contributors with us as well that are writing content on a, you know, weekly, you know, maybe they do one article a week or maybe they're doing 10 articles a week, right? So um, there's a lot of opportunity for... for for people to join our network and grow. We have um, one of our full-time editors right now. She actually started out where she wrote a blog for us for free tickets to an event. And then it became, she was writing articles that we were paying her for article content that she was writing to then it became a um, almost like a full-time contracted position to where now she's actually a full-time editor with us. So there's a lot of opportunity for people to, my big thing is, is like, it's always about being able to create, choose your destiny and create, you know, put in the effort of where you want to do and where you want to go. And there's some people that, you know, they want to have that stability and they want to have, work for another company. They want to be able to have their benefits and have, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I used to do that as well. And to take that leap of leaving a company where I had great benefits and was taken care of to, to doing something as an entrepreneur and jumping in full time, that was a crazy, crazy decision. But it's something that, you know, that I wanted to be able to have that control of my own destiny. So Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's been over 20 years since I made that leap. It, <laughs> it took me two years. Years of planning. Oh yeah, bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> and but once, once you finally get out and you get used to the business cycle, oh, the yeah. ups and downs. And oh, once yeah. you can create that that stability, you know you can never go back to uh. a, a you know a, a plugged in job. So tell us about you know, tell us about. I was going to go into something else, but we, we stumbled on something. How, many, how long did it take for you to actually overcome the, the, the hurdle of actually escaping, you know, just like a rocket yeah. from NASA 
not, when, when NASA used to have rockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good when point. When they used to have the space shuttle, it took a lot of energy for that first amount of push oh, outside yeah. of the, the Earth's you know, gravitational pull. Just like that, an entrepreneur is the same way. You have to have enough funding, enough foresight, enough planning to oh, be yeah. able to push your way out of the anchor of the position, the job, the, the steady income. How long did it take for you to plan your way out of that? <laughs> Well, I actually uh, learned a couple times prior to doing it, so I had, to, so I, 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 I get where you're going with that too, because so you know I had, I grew up as an entrepreneur spirit too. Um, my I, my had a, I grew up as a, the youngest of four. Um, very, we were all a, a year and a half between each of us, um, and you know my my brother uh, Sean actually he was a uh, him and I were very um, kind of entrepreneur. Really wanted to just we loved making earning money, right? We didn't want to we you know early on when my parents instilled in us too about you know working for the dollars that you make kind of a thing right the allowances and things like that it wasn't just like here's your here's money and buy whatever I wanted we had to earn everything that we did with our allowances so um, you know we we uh, there was a good story at my um, uh, in New Mexico we were living in New Mexico at the time and they had a uh, they made it a law to paint the house numbers on curbs and so we had some people that came by our house and you know my parents my mom actually answered the door and was like oh no I have four kids I'll get my kids to do it so she, they went out and bought you know stencils and paint and everything to, to be able to paint the numbers on the curb and sure enough me and my brother did that for them and we said well we got these materials well why don't we just go out and make money we can do that so we actually started going door to door and we pull our paint supplies around went door to door and we started selling painting house numbers on curbs and uh, you know I mean I was probably 11 I think at the time and you know we started out it was 10 bucks so we'll paint your house numbers then it got to being $20 and then we started doing you know 20 plus I mean it, it was just a a good business for us at a very young age and when we moved to when we moved back to Maryland um we actually tried to petition to our Senate to try to get them to make it a law <laughs> to exactly. require house numbers painted on curbs. So exactly, but now, but, but no, but now, but so, so I ended up um, when I first moved to Tampa. Um, I had actually also uh, started like a, a t-shirt business with a with a friend. We started tried to start up a business and um, had a great idea behind it and everything, and, and we ended up failing. We ended up not really going very far with it. So having to come off of that stumble too, I ended up uh, by the time right before I graduated college. It's when I started the other job um, that I was telling you about with the data analytics and background and everything. So I was there for about six years. And, you know, I had uh, worked my way up to being an IT project manager and, and I, you know, was able to at least start saving some money and everything as well. And and uh, it was a big decision to say, do I want to, which path do I want to take? I could have kept doing that and I would have been very happy, but I knew that I wanted to kind of do this full time and I made that decision, that leap. But it really took a lot of time to understand and also knowing that I had the right resources because I had some really good um, input from somebody too that that first year is going to be the toughest and it sure was <laughs> um, but it's uh, uh, so I would say it took several years before I decided to you know be ready to take that leap now what area of learning did you go through I mean did you put any effort in learning because most of the time you know in, in the areas after a while I, I knew that I've had to spend more time learning and keeping up to date with all kinds of stuff, whether it's video, whether it's meeting people that spoke via seminars. You know, a seminar, you know, in my opinion, is getting this much data compressed down to a few hours a day or a few days to learn directly from someone 
not including all of the empty space, mm -hmm. the fillers, you know, saying just like, you know, a sausage has a lot of fillers, you know, oh, why? Yeah. because they, they want to fill it in. So this way they need something to fill that space where when you learn directly from people who have the exact experience and the knowledge that brings you faster to where you want to be, it is more reliable mm -hmm. and less expensive than a four-year program that helps learn, you know, teach you that. Oh, yeah. You know, so do you have oh, yeah. any mentors that are training you and that you're following to, in, uh, to get you past some of the problems that the first couple of businesses you do? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? I would say that, um, you know, one of the programs, Tampa Bay Wave, all right, they're a local uh, accelerator program, again, right out of this building here, too, as well, and, and joining that program... Uh, and joining that group was probably one of the best things that happened for us as well because it's, it, it, you know, learning on your own, you know, that's the thing about entrepreneurs, right? Now it's like you're always going to be learning with it, right? You may, it's always a, uh, whether it's learning the details of, of the business or also how to manage and become a better leader in business because as we're growing, it's not just about, you know, the entrepreneur and just what they're building. It's about creating a team around them. And there's a lot to learn about, you know, beyond, you know, be, whether it's becoming a leader and also creating a vision and sharing that vision and, and the passion and getting people to kind of rally behind you. Um, so there's a lot of that learning experience. But one of the things that the wave really helped us with, too, is with connections, you know, and, and even, you know, with Rich McIntyre and connecting us and everything as Absolutely. well over the show. I mean, it's all about connection, right? Because um, it's helping others. And so be, becoming a part of organizations and entrepreneurship programs is always so valuable. That's more valuable than even the learning aspects that you get from it. But we do have mentors that are part of that as well. Um, and, um, you know, we're always looking for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on taking advice and then taking learning from that and or deciding what to do with that advice, right? Because sometimes people will tell you what about, you know, oh, you should do this or this would be better for your business. It's for you to ultimately decide. So. Exactly. For those that you know, there, there are a lot of people that misunderstand connections. Oh, yeah. You know, people think that, oh, well, you have connections. Mm -hmm. No, you don't have connections. You've got to be a person to be connected. Yes. If you show up with no skills and nothing to offer, you cannot be connected. Yeah. No one's going to connect you just because you're you and you showed up for a cup of coffee someplace. Yeah. You've got to have value that others can say, I want to connect you because I see you and this other person or this other company, if you guys team up, you have something going on here. Maybe something will happen, maybe nothing. Yeah. But people want to connect you with, you know, with credibility. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, because so, their name's on the line, too. Exactly. <laughs> so there are a lot of people that, who, you know, who look at connections as just because you're, you know, alive. No, it doesn't work that way. You've got to have some purpose, value. some value, something that you can add to someone else Absolutely. to be connected. Just because you showed up, that's not a connection. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? So, well, well, one thing to add to that, though, too, it's also about making use of those. It's not it, when somebody's connecting you to somebody else. So, it's you got to decide on what to do, right? You actually have to make the action, right? Because, like, like you take know. the call and follow up. <laughs> right? You follow up, and and sometimes you got to be persistent. You know, that's one of my big things. Is always, and I instill that in our team too, is being persistent. You know, whether it's selling, whether it's you know trying to just for business development, whether it's you know it's. it's you got to be persistent. You got to, you know, but obviously not, you know, pestering people or anything by any means. But, but it's like, you know, again, if you're, um, 
if you're if you're if somebody is taking their name or their value and connecting you to somebody else, now it's your job to make good on that. And it might even say there might not be something there. And it's okay that too to say no to some things to say, you know what? Pleasure meeting with you. Maybe this is not the time. Let's reconnect in the future. So yeah, because uh, whenever I'm connected by anyone, you know, I consider that like the highest level of credibility. Oh yeah. You know, so you I treat it as you know. You know, there's no one I want to make sure that I don't embarrass is the person who connected me. Absolutely. So I need to follow up. I need to contact the person, develop that rapport. doesn't matter whether or not that person is helpful to me or I'm helpful to them or yep. nothing happens today. Because it's not about today. Because yep. just because you showed up any place and you may be a good fit, everybody's got their schedule. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got things already planned out for oh, yeah. whether it's a month, a year, two years. You may fit in in the next business deal that was planned a month ago oh, yeah. or a year ago that when it shows up, you get the now that referral becomes the connection. So mm -hmm. people, are, like I said, if you think a connection is about showing up, no, it's about the follow-up respecting the person, the quality of the follow-up. Mm -hmm. And the people that, once you're referred, it's better than gold many times over because it never stops giving. Oh, yeah. That person who's referred to you, when, let's say, when we are referred to something, and that person gets a call back saying, oh, thank you very much, I think we're, being gonna, we're gonna do business, or we've already started a project or whatever, that person wants to know that that connection is worth its weight in gold because it will come back many times over and Absolutely. that's how business is done anything other than that you're mistaken because <laughs> word of mouth is about the loyalty and respect you have for those who connect you absolutely now Great. when it comes to other things that you need you know, engineers, programmers, what are you guys looking for? Anything in that space? So, well, yeah, so um, one thing right now is that, you know, we are working on um, some, some planning and development around the UX and user experience, right? So we are looking for uh, some, op, you know, developers or, or, or um, engineers around UX development. We have a lot of the back-end system develops um, really tightly. We have a lot of back-end uh, development experience and the databasing and everything. Um, but I think it's really that user experience aspect. And we're always tweaking my big and i've and i've heard from many you know um uh speakers and everything in the past too is that it's iterate constantly just iterate you know we're not we don't we're not our business or our um our sites and everything aren't going to always be perfect, right? We just got to keep iterating and keep just growing it. And that's what we've been doing. And we've done, been doing really well with it. But we know that we need to step it up a little bit more. So on the development side, we are looking for the uh, UX development aspect. Um, the big thing is, is again, like this next 12 months, is we're working on expanding rapidly in the state of Florida, right? So that's our main focus. Although, yes, we want to grow our other areas and stuff as well, and we're always open to people that are going to be a part of those other markets, um, the Florida ones are where we're really growing rapidly. And so we're looking for um, support around sales aspects as well, uh, marketing in those different markets, and any events too. So if there's events and businesses that are wanting to connect with us on, you know, connect with our locals and everything. Get with us now, you know. So, so now we use the word Florida. Florida's <laughs> a very large state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's try to break it down for those who are watching yep. to say, yes, that refers to me. These guys yeah. want this area. 
So let's break it down into yeah, regions yeah, right now. Yeah. Let's start off with the region. Yeah, so well, what areas in Florida regionally? Yep. Meaning the South, obviously Miami. I'll do it the by Keys, market. So yeah. You know, how do you have it broken down for those who are watching to understand that this refers to them? Well, I'll share. I'll share our expansion plan with you on that aspect. Go so ahead. Right now, we're active uh, in Florida in Tampa, eight one three St. Pete, Clearwater, seven two seven. 407 for Orlando. Those are our three that were really active. So that's so, a, that's the a, that's the Tampa Central Hub market. Yep, the, the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater and then Orlando, right? Um, and our expansion model right now that we're doing is we took four markets that we're expanding and we do uh, different phases, right? So phase one, we want to have four markets in phase one that we grow um, a, a, with content on a rapid pace, all right? And that is those markets are um, uh, Miami 305area.com. We have Sarasota, Bradenton, so that's 941 area. We have Gainesville, Ocala area and stuff, that's 352. Uh, and then we also have uh, Daytona Beach for 386. Uh, those are the first four markets that we're expanding rapidly in right now. Uh, that takes about 60 days. After 60 days, two of those markets kind of upgrade to our next phase, which is going to be more of the... Um, uh, uh, phase for more sales and more working with businesses and marketing business, you know, for the businesses and that and that so two markets migrate to phase two and then two new ones come into phase one and those have yet to be determined but we probably are looking at maybe Jacksonville with 904 and then Tallahassee with 850 um, and we're also we're already getting some calls about Fort Lauderdale for 954 so that might you know kind of be one of those markets too. So. Is there a number that people can call specifically for those expanding markets? Um, so that we have a, a phone number on our website at the bottom on my area network. There's an 800 number, and they can call on that number as well, or just contact us on the website. So now, when it comes to the so that's the, now what's the 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 timeline on that? It's not 30 days. I have no. yet 30 days. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, well, it's uh, phase one is just the first 60 days of we're really ramping up, finding as far as you know, uh, aggressively looking for uh, contractors. Well, the next for 60 days, you're looking for days that of of that and those four markets, and then with after those 60, and then that continues to grow. That's just to kind of ramp them up and get them live, like really fully launched, um, and then they can kind of you know, become more self-sustainable too. Like our Orlando market, for example, is is to self sustaining and growing on its own um, so it's just that first initial we're putting a lot of what we call our expansion team in place in those markets um, and then once those markets get to a certain point they kind of start growing on their own based off those resources that we put in place now tell us a little bit about your team that you already have in place at this point who are they if you want to talk about who they are yeah. what their roles are if they can be contacted for those purposes Who's your team? Absolutely. So we have uh, David Annis, which is our uh, COO. He is phenomenal. Me and him complement each other very well. He's he's an executor of just getting things done, and, and, and he's a great one to connect with. If you want to even try to connect with me and you're having a difficult time to reach me, you always go through David as well. He's phenomenal. Uh, he's like a, we're right-hand men to each other. Um, Greg uh, Cummins, he's uh, currently helping with the expansion, the expansion team in place for these other markets. Uh, he was uh, very heavily involved with the expansion for Orlando with 407area.com. 
Com, and he's also very involved with uh, putting the processes and everything that's being implemented in each of the different markets. Um, and then Debbie Torres is uh, our VP of Sales and Marketing, and she's phenomenal. She came from you know 20 to 30 years of traditional media experience of of uh, you know newspaper sales, to TV, to radio, cable, and you name it. So she's uh, she's got a wealth of experience in the in the media um, advertising world, and uh, and she brings that to our team. Uh, and uh, if, if you're looking if you're a business that's looking to connect, especially she's handling a lot of our uh, regional and national opportunities as well. So we have some accounts that you know here in, in Tampa, for example, that are looking to connect in these other markets that we're growing into. So she's been uh, she's, a, she's a good one to contact for sure if you're one of those businesses looking to connect. Now, how does your team actually function? You have you know the open space platform in the office space or do they work in their own you know freelancing once they know what the program is about yep. what you're gonna do how do you manage your company so we have um, our headquarters in Tampa over in the Channel Side development, uh, Channel Side Mar um, Bay Plaza. That's where our headquarters is at right now. We have it. We actually were in the Tampa Bay Wave uh, just downstairs from us. Uh, we were in one little one little office, and it grew. We had about seven of us, and we just didn't have any elbow room. So uh, we worked with the Tampa Bay Wave and, and got into the Channel Side space. Um, we're there. We now have about three. We have three offices and an open area, Nook area as well. Um, we do have some interns that work with us. As far as we have the full time staffing as well that's working out of that uh, market, uh, that office. We do have um, a lot of our, again, our contributors. Carlin, for example, uh, Carlin Bullock, she's uh, our editor right now. is uh, one of our main editors and um, content directors. And she's, she's working from home but managing a whole team of people and through our network and everything as well. So um, we do have our core team that's at our, out of our office, but then we also have a lot of, kind of like the staff on demand aspect of people, you know, throughout. So... And then as far as the contributors and everything, uh, the photographers and the writers, a lot of times we'll do like some groups or we'll, we'll get people together for an outing, um, you know, do things to kind of keep a team aspect of it, but knowing that we have people from all over. So, so you guys do a lot of Skyping? Uh, oh, yeah, a lot, lot of, of we, we handle a lot on, on Hangouts. We've, we've um, you know, we utilize the Google business platform, and so we have a lot through Hangouts on there. We do a lot of uh, um, our emails, our calendars. We actually, our dashboard that we've built, we communicate a lot with our, We have a whole process in place, so when a minute a business signs on with us, that gets uh, an order process. It starts, you know, getting uh, tasks created out to our team. This is something that we've built, too, all proprietary, where now all of a sudden account managers are on top of it right away, and we're able to handle. So businesses... Look, you know, you might have a, an event tomorrow and be like, what can I do? Like, you can actually, we can help you now uh, for something. Like, that's how quickly our team functions and works because we've been able to build this process in place. So. Wow, that is, <laughs> an, it's an amazing, amazing, um, you know, work that you've put together here at, you know, you know, my 813area.com. <laughs> my area network, yeah. Well, there's the main company, you know, my, you know, no, that's the wrong one. But the areas that you have is just so many pieces, and we've learned a little bit here within one hour so far. Is there anything that I missed that you want to cover that is crucial because I've overlooked it? Um, I mean, I think the other thing, too, is that, you know, 
Uh, we have our, our core markets that we're going, or that whole travel, retail, you know, hospitality market that we're going after. But one of the areas, um, you know, we touched, talked about with real estate. You know, we have we have content uh, that you know we're big on content, right? It's about writing the articles, doing the videos that we're going to be getting into in the podcast. But and we have um, we built in a really good so, so, uh, social. Um, I'm sorry, search engine optimized platform. So we have an article, for example, of where to live in Tampa. It's in towards the top of Google. And every day it's getting hit 100, 150 times a day of just that one article. And imagine the power of working with, you know, connecting more people outside of just the entertainment. But now, you know, you come to 813area.com and now you look, oh, real estate. I'm going to look for other houses because now I'm looking to, to, you know, move out of an apartment, for example, or anything. So there's other areas of business. Like when it's local, it's also the... Um, um, the business side and the entrepreneurship side that we're looking at potentially creating a, a, a community section for that as well. So here's all the events that are going on for entrepreneurs or here's all the events going on in the business community. So um, although our primary focus when we go into markets, when we expand into Miami, when we expand into Orlando and stuff, it's about the you know, nightlife, dining, events, entertainment, but then we expand. It's all then expanding about anything, everything local. Our whole mission is connecting you to everything local. Well, Scott, Scott Conlon. Thank you. Yes. Pleasure. Thank you very much for coming here today. Thank you for having giving me. Giving us this an wonderful. overview of what you know, my area network, myarianetwork.com. Mm -hmm. For those that are looking at you know visiting and learning more about being a contributor to what Scott and his you know his team is putting together, whether it's in Florida, the expansion. You know, that's we got a minute left, but <laughs> <laughs> we got the expansion and what's going on here in the 813 area mm -hmm. lots of things going on oh, it's a three city you know st pete well no so we have st pete clearwater we 727area.com but we can't enter so if you're looking for content that are events and things that are a bigger event that's going on in st pete then yes it'll probably be on 813 as well